I just felt, so we're at this pastor's dinner last week, Monday, and we just had this moment and opportunity to just be alone and just worship and things. And um, I just felt like God just put it on my heart, like we can't just carry on, you know, like we've got to just take a moment. And um, yeah, um, like Beck said, we're all going to pray over you guys. And it's like, um, part of it is we want you to know how much we love you and how much God loves you. Um, and I think, yeah, last week was tough for everyone. And I think, I mean, I don't know what your year has been like. And, you know, I know it's hard to just be at peace and just spend time with God and yeah, just drown out all the noise and just sit and hear his voice. And so we wanted to take an opportunity um, this morning for that. So as we pray, like, feel free, close your eyes, just, just take that moment to let God just fill you with peace, to speak to you, just receive from him. Hear the words. I'm praying it over you as a church, but it's made up of every single one of you. So it's for every single one of you. Um, so dear Trinity Central, I pray for every spiritual blessing over you, for every good thing God has laid up for you. I pray for peace, for joy, and for you to step into the fullness of everything God has for you. I pray for moments of wonder at the God that you serve and moments of total surrender knowing that He has got you no matter what. I pray for every open door and for the freedom to walk through those doors with boldness and confidence, knowing that you are sons and daughters of the Most High God and that God will be with you no matter what. I pray you grow and bloom and develop into all that God has planned for you. I pray for treasure troves of His grace to be unlocked within you. I pray that you know how deeply you are loved and how precious you are in the Father's sight. I pray for transformation in and through you and that you would reach many, many more through your impact in this nation. I pray that you would be trailblazers in your faith and in your faithfulness. I pray you would be known for your tenderness and compassion for others, yet also helping them build a backbone of steel in Christ so that they can withstand the storms of life. I pray you would be arbiters of truth and justice in a world that is so morally compromised. I pray for every good thing for you that God has to offer, that you will be blessed and be a blessing to others. I pray that you would be a safe place and a safe haven for all who need that. And that you wouldn't just be a hospital for the broken where they can find healing, but also a military base, training and equipping those with the gospel and truth and love to go out into a fallen world, holding a torch that lights up even the darkest corners of this world. I pray you would move in spirit and in truth, full of the joy of Jesus led and guided by Him, and full of faith and conviction. I pray for the favor of God in unending measure, that you would model Jesus in such a real way to all the people you meet. I pray that Trinity Central 
would display the kingdom of God in such a glorious way that people would be moved just by stepping in here and feeling his presence. I pray for a holiness that we have never experienced because Jesus has gripped your hearts in such a real and deep way. I pray for friendships that last a lifetime. And because of that, it points people to God because it's so rare to see that nowadays. I pray for freedom like you've never experienced before, in body but especially in mind. That your thoughts will be those of hope and the truth, that the lies of the enemy will no longer pierce through, but that peace would reign in all our hearts and minds. Trinity Central, I pray most of all that you know how truly loved you are by us, but most of all by God, and that would remain in your hearts forever. I pray Romans 15 verse 13 over you. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I pray Psalms 28 verse 6 to 9. It says, Praise be to the Lord for he's heard my cry for mercy. Trinity Central, the Lord is our strength and our shield. Our hearts trust in him and he helps us. Our hearts leap for joy, and with our songs we praise Him. The Lord is the strength of His people, a fortress of salvation for His anointed one. Save your people and bless your inheritance. Be their shepherd and carry them forever. And finally, I pray Numbers 6, verse 23 to 20, or 24 to 26. Trinity Central, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Good morning, church. There was a a service a while ago um, where it was I wasn't even preaching or anything but I just felt like this view that God has for the church where it's just like each individual person in this community is like so precious to him that it's like it's like a, um, a shepherd a biblical view like of a shepherd and it's his sheep and it's this one group this one and this shepherd who will lay down his life for the for these sheep. But it's like each sheep, just like the biblical view, each sheep is like so, so, so important to him. It's like they are it's like having your own child. And now you've just got lots of children. <laughs> and each one is that precious to him. And I just felt God's heart for us as a community, us as individuals in this community as well. And so I want to pray this over here. Lord God Almighty, we just thank you that you knew this church before the beginning of time. Before you had established one stone on the earth, you knew the future. You knew that this would happen, that Andrew and Michelle would plant this church, that, that we, me and Rebecca, would, would take over this church. Lord, we thank you that you knew each and every individual person that would be here today and that would be here in this community, Lord. We thank you that you have orchestrated this. 
and we know that you have a plan for each and every individual person here, Lord. And we just thank you, Lord, that, that your thoughts outnumber the stars in the skies for each one of us. And Lord, we just thank you that we are so precious to you and that you are such an amazing, good, good father to us, Lord. Lord, we thank you for the plans that you have for each and every individual one of us here within this church community and within our, our work communities, our social communities. Um, you know, the people, you know the people that you want us to impact tomorrow and in the years and years to come, Lord. Lord, we just pray that, that you would orchestrate each one of those meetings for us, Lord. That your kingdom would come in our hearts and our minds and in those situations, Lord, that you would speak through us, um, speak life um, to each other here in this community and to the outside world, Lord. Lord, that we would shine your light bright, um, oh, that we would shine your light bright wherever we go, Lord. We thank you that by your Spirit you are with us all the time, every hour of every day, as children of the Most High God, Lord, we just thank you that, that we can trust that. Lord, and in this community, I pray, Lord, that as we journey together, Lord, that eyes that are blind will be open, Lord. I proclaim that the chains that hold us back will be broken off, that broken hearts will be healed, that broken minds will be healed, Lord, that you would set the captives free. Lord, that all the, our hurts and traumas and fears and anxieties, Lord, that just seem to be growing and growing in, in the world at large, Lord, that we would be able to, by your truth and by your word, get rid of all of that, Lord. And Lord, that we would walk in freedom and that we'd, we'd be able to show others also how to walk in that freedom. That we would know your gospel, the truth of your good news, Lord. That by Jesus Christ, we are set free of all of these things. Lord, teach us how to do that. Teach us how to know you and know your truth and know your word in a way that it's fruitful in our lives and in the, in the lives of each person that we interact with. Lord, I pray that you would fill us with a deep, deep, deep love. Lord, firstly for you and then for our neighbors, those around us, Lord, that we would see others as you see them. Lord, that we would look past all the, the masks and the fears and the, and the pain that people walk around with, Lord, and we'll see the, the person who you have created and we'll love that person and we'll love them into freedom, Lord. Lord God Almighty, Lord, we thank you that we can trust that you are with us in those moments always, that we would believe your word deeply, Lord, show us to, how to live in your peace. That we would be able to fight for, for you, Lord. That, Lord, that in our community that we would be able to um, just experience you Sunday by Sunday. Lord, we pray that you would move powerfully with us, Lord. That we would be able to step out in our gifts that you have given us, whether it be in our community or within... Um, our outside communities, our families, and our workspaces and study spaces, and our friendship groups, Lord, that we'd be able to um, you know, just exercise those gifts that you put in us. 
Lord, for your kingdom, for your glory, to show your love, Lord. Lord, I pray that you would strengthen us, that we would stand firm when the trials of life hit us. Lord, that we know that no matter what happens in this world, that you promise to be with us and that we will know that and experience that. Lord, I pray that, Lord, as much as we we don't want those trials, Lord, we know the truth of, of life, Lord. And we know that those trials just come. And Lord, we stand firm on your word that if we stand, if we build our foundation on you, Jesus Christ, that we'll be able to withstand those battering waves and winds and rains. And so, Lord, I pray that you would strengthen us. Strengthen us with, with, um, with the armor of God, Lord, that we would stand firm, that we'll have that helmet of salvation, that we'll know the truth of our salvation in yours, that we'll stand there with the breastplate of righteousness, knowing that we are yours, voice. We'll stand there strong with the shield of faith, to trust in you in all situations and with the sword of the Spirit to cut down those lies of Satan, those, those trials that come at us, that we can stand firm by your word, that we stand firm in your shoes of peace, Lord, that we can know no matter what trials we're going through, we can stand in peace. Lord God Almighty, Lord, we pray that we would step into such deep relationship with you, Lord, that we would stand, that we would know you, Lord, that we wouldn't get to a place when we meet you one day in heaven where you say, you did all these miracles and these things, but you didn't know me, Lord. Lord, we want to know you. We know that you are a good Father, Lord, and we want to know you deeply in every situation, Lord, that we would know your presence so so closely that we know that you are with us in our travels, in our car, in our work, in our walks with you, in our quiet times, in our busy times, in our trials, and in our joys. Lord, that we would know that with you, Lord. Lord, that we would live that out in such a strong way, Lord, that we would leave a legacy of our children knowing you and our children's children knowing you, Lord. Lord, that, Lord, that our relationship with you would be pure and real. Lord, we pray that you would just set our hearts ablaze with you, with a fire for you, a fire to see your kingdom come, Lord, that we'll take that fire out into the world. Lord God Almighty, I pray that you would open our hearts and our minds to all the truths, all that you want us to, to know, and all the freedom that you want us to walk into. Lord, I pray that you would fill us with joy, a joy for life, Lord, I can't see that Jesus walked around like with a heavy heart all the days of his life. I know he walked around with joy and gladness of heart in Christ because he saw the goodness. He saw God at work. He saw God in even in nature and his outworking in the lives of the people that he interacted with. Lord, I pray that you'd fill us with that joy and I pray that you'd fill us with your hope hope for a future with us, hope for a future in Trinity. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you have dreams and plans for this church. 
plans to prosper each person in this church. Lord, and we know, Lord, that you are so faithful, faithful in every aspect of our lives. Lord, we, we pray that we would see that faithfulness of you with us, of you in our finances, of you providing for us. Lord, that you, you are faithful in being that place of peace for us, that you are faithful in fighting our battles for us, that you are faithful in bringing healing, and that you are faithful as our provider. Lord God Almighty, we just want to step into the absolute fullness of you, what you have for us, Lord. As different as that's going to look for each individual person, help us not to compare ourselves, but set us free from that, that we would walk into what you want for us. Lord, we thank you. We thank you so much for the blessing of this community, that we can be blessed by those around us, and that we can be a blessing to those around us. Lord God Almighty, we just pray that you'd open the heavens over us, Lord. That you'd uh, just rain your, your blessings over us in all that we can imagine and that which you can't even imagine that you have for us, Lord. Lord, we worship you and we praise you as our God, our Savior, our Lord, the one who is close to us. The one who will be with us always. In Jesus' name I pray. I just had this picture of you guys and I don't think we sometimes realize um, the beauty that God sees in us when he looks at us. And I just had this picture of you guys like this ornate crown just with so many different jewels. Some of you are blue, some of you are red, some of you are green. Um, and I think sometimes we feel like an ugly rock. We feel like we have no beauty in us and we don't see the value in ourselves. And it's like God just comes and he, he cleans us off and he, he sharpens us and he... He refines us into something incredible. And, and it's not that it wasn't there. It's just that we couldn't see it. And, you know, Father, Lord, I pray, that, I pray that you would show us who you've created us to be, Father. Lord, I pray that you would open people's eyes to the, the treasure, the gems that are locked up inside of them, Lord. Father, I know that sometimes we feel like we have nothing to offer. And we feel like we are dirty and broken and of no value, Lord. But thank you that, that you never see us like that. Father, I thank you for the, the absolute value and wealth that is inside every single person that's sitting here, Lord. Thank you that we are your treasure, Lord. That you don't, you don't see us as something that you, you now have to deal with, Father, but you delight in us. We bring you joy. Lord, sometimes when we go through we go through trials, Lord, and we go through hard times and we we feel like we can't see the end. Father, thank you that you do. Thank you that you you treat us as though we are the perfection of what we can be always. Even when we're at our worst, Lord, you look at us and you see 
our very, very best. Lord, I thank you for, for every person that you have handpicked to be here. Father, I see you as a jeweler handpicking every beautiful stone that you want in this crown that brings you joy and just satisfaction to look at, Lord. And I thank you that every single person has such a vital role to play. Lord, I pray that you would that you would strip away the lies that we so easily believe about ourselves, Lord. That every every belief that disqualifies us, everything that we we look at in ourselves and we go, but I can't because of this and I've done this and I've messed up here and I'm not good enough here. Father, just won't you just come and wash it all off of us, Lord? Just wash away the lies that we've believed about who we are, Lord. Father, I pray that that every person would leave here today with a with a vision of how you see them, Father. Lord, I pray that when we are are tempted to to listen to the lies, whether it's lies we tell ourselves or lies other people have spoken over us, Father, I pray that we would go to your word and we would ask, what do you say about us? Because you have created us and only you know. Only you know the truth of who we are. Lord, I pray that when we are, when we're tempted to, in our everyday lives, but in this community as well, Lord, when we're tempted to, to put on a facade, to put on a mask, to feel like we have to be a certain way or look a certain way or act a certain way to fit in, Lord, I pray that you would just give us a freedom a freedom to know that we don't have to be or do anything for you to love us, Lord. I pray that you would give us a bold courage to be unapologetically ourselves. And I pray that we would celebrate that in each other. That the way we act and the way we treat one another would would encourage people to to be who you've created them to be, Father, that we wouldn't try and fit into some mold of how we think a good Christian should look. And Father, I thank you that that is going to set other people free. Father, I thank you that this is a group of people who are going to break the, the picture of what we think Christianity should look like. And that we would remember that Jesus was an outcast and Jesus was radical and Jesus did things that people didn't like because he saw them how you see them. Lord, and I pray that we would have the, the courage and the bravery to, to break cultural barriers and to break across the divides of different upbringings and different ways of viewing things. And, and Lord, that we would just pursue people. Lord, that you would give us a, a fire in our hearts to see people freed. Father, I thank you for the freedom that you have brought in this space, Lord. For the chains that we've already seen broken, the healing that we've already seen happen. And Jesus, I thank you that it's just the beginning. And thank you that, that our healing and our breakthrough is not just for us, Lord. Thank you that you pick us up and you dust us off and you heal us. And then you say, go. Go, do the same for others. Show them what I've done for you. Bring them bring them to me father i pray that we would just bring people to you that we would 
we would show them the love and kindness and grace that you have for them. Thank you that our freedom is going to set other people free, Father. Thank you that our healing is going to give us hands to heal the nations, Lord. Father, I pray for, for every single person who feels like they're not good enough or they don't have what it takes. I pray that they would just see in the people around them that every single one of us has been there, Lord. I pray that we wouldn't disqualify ourselves, but that you would just show us your plan for us, Father. And I thank you that I thank you that you have a plan for every single person sitting here, Lord. I thank you that it's it's like you're weaving this tapestry where every single person's life is connected and every person's life is a different color thread and together it just makes the most beautiful picture. And if any one of those is removed, the picture's not the same. Lord, I pray that you would show us that in ourselves and in each other, that we would have gentle hands with ourselves and gentle hands with each other, that we would bring life and healing and your truth wherever we go, Father. Lord, I pray a blessing over these beautiful people, Lord. I pray that you would just fill them with your spirit, that they would feel peace but boldness, that they would be at ease but have a fire in their hearts to do what you have called each one of them to do. Lord, and we thank you for the change to the world that every person sitting in this room is going to bring, Father. Obviously, come on. Come on. Um, a bit of a different morning, but um, I was reminded of a story. One of my like heroes of the faith, Tim Keller, passed away recently from cancer, and he, yeah, he wasn't a perfect man, but he um, he had a profound impact in the world, and. One of the, the major ways that he's impacted my life is in a book on prayer. And actually, he said towards the end of his life, only when he got his terminal like cancer diagnosis did he really learn how to pray. And he's like, that took this like final thing of like, you don't have long left to make him realize like, actually, I need to make the best use of this time. And as strange as it seems, I... I I think we've been given an opportunity for this period where like we're leaving but we're still here and like Barry and Rebecca so it's like there's a season of preparation for them there's a season of invitation to everybody there's actually and like as much as it's an invitation to you it's a challenge to me that I'm like man I don't have long left I want to spend as much time as I can with each and every person here and I want to like God how do I just like get as much out of them and like give as much to them as what I possibly can and I don't even know if there's a way to do that but we've been given like this time and and then how we process it like I was thinking it's it's partly emotional partly like mental and spiritual it's your head your heart and your spirit and emotionally it might be like it's painful and it's 
it's wrestling, it's like, hey, this is just sad. And that's okay because it's, it's partly happy, it's partly sad, it's partly just confusing. Mentally, like trying to make sense of it, it's like, oh, God, but you've just, you've just placed us here. You've just asked us to come here, now you're changing us. It's like, yeah, that's how God works. I was sitting with Kamo this week and telling a story where I always think of it, just this little parable of God says, go to that mountain. And you start going on the mountain, you go up hill, down the valley, up another hill, down another valley, and you come to a T-junction in the road, and God says, okay, now turn right. And you're like, no, 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 God, the mountain is that way. Like, I have to go left, like, to get to the mountain. He's like, yeah, I told you to go to the mountain to get you here. Now it's time to go right. And that's the way that God leads us. All through Scripture, you see God saying, I need you to go here, and then it changes. Because God wants us to walk with Him and to talk with Him and to actually be led by Him. It's not just a, okay, this is the formula. I've got to be good, not bad. God wants to walk with each and every one of you. This is not like a special thing that He wants to lead us, but He doesn't want to lead you. God wants to walk with each and every one of you. And if there's one prayer that I have, is it's like, don't wait until you're a professional Christian to be a full-time Christian. Like, I, I waited too long in my life to realize, like, actually, I can trust God daily. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, for God to lead you. Um, and then I thought I'd just read this to prove that it's not just my idea that God does this. Acts 20, verse 17 and on. Now from Miletus, Paul sent to Ephesus and called the elders of the church to come to him. And when they came to him, he said... You yourselves know how I lived among you the whole time, from the first day that I set foot in Asia, serving the Lord with all humility and with tears and with trials that happened to me through the plots of the Jews. I don't know much trials, but I definitely had tears. How I do not shrink from declaring to you anything that was profitable and teaching you in public and from house to house, testifying both to Jews and to Greeks of repentance towards God and of faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. And now, behold, I am going to Jerusalem, constrained by the Spirit, not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me in every city that imprisonments and afflictions await me. But I do not account my life of any value, nor as precious to myself, if only I may finish my course and the ministry that I receive from the Lord Jesus, to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. And now, behold, I know that none of you or none of you among whom I have gone about proclaiming the kingdom will see my face again. Therefore I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all of you, for I do not shrink from declaring to you the whole counsel of God. Pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to care for the church of God, which you obtained with his blood. I know that after my departure, fierce wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock, and from among yourselves will arise men speaking twisted things to draw away the disciples after them. Therefore be alert, remembering that for three years I did not cease night or day to admonish every one of you with tears. And now I commend you to God and to the words of His grace, which is able to build you up and give you the inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I don't claim to be Paul, but he clearly spoke to the Ephesians for three years and he ministered to them and then God took him on and he was 
wasn't unaware that actually there's going to be challenges that are going to come after we go. We're not leaving just yet, but there's going to be challenges coming from outside. There's going to be challenges sometimes coming from inside. And the reality is sometimes those challenges come from inside our own heads and in our minds. And the enemy tries to deceive us and say, see, they didn't care about you. See, again, somebody's leaving you. See, actually, this is what's happening. See, the church just thinks like that. See, pastors just think like that. See, like, actually, this doesn't make sense. Church doesn't work like this. And it's like, no, actually, those are lies. If we look at what God has done and built, He has worked this as a plan for each and every one of you. Each and every one of you can actually look back and see that God has planned this season for you to understand and think about church and God differently, to think about yourself differently. Emotionally, we can find peace in God. We can find that actually He loves you and He cares for you and He wants to surround you with community. It might not look at how you've planned it or dreamt of it or wanted it, but He wants to engage you and He wants to get you connected. But primarily... He wants you to believe that He is a loving Father and has a future for you and has a plan for you. And sometimes that's going to be stepping out into the unknown. But like Paul, it's like, man, I don't know what's coming, but I know that God is in it. God has constrained me. He has placed something inside of me that I need to step out. So Lord, I pray for Trinity Central that this would not be a time where it causes us to doubt, but it causes us to have faith in you in what you are doing. I pray for each and every person here, each and every person that's somehow connected to Trinity Central, that their identity would be built upon you, that they would find so much life just abiding in you, that they would just become fruitful in every area of their life, Lord. I pray that you'd show them how to walk step by step, hearing your voice, following your leading, stepping into the fullness of what you have for them, Lord. I pray that you would teach them to follow you like children that are just learning from their father. Lord, our temptation to come to you is to say, God, can you fix this? Can you do this? Can you make this better? Lord, I pray that you would help us to have our first instinct to say, thank you, God, for who you are. Thank you, God, for what you have done. Thank you for the life you have given me. Thank you for the church that you have given me. Thank you for the friends that you have given me. Thank you for this messy, strange church that we get to be a part of. Lord, thank you for just leading us and guiding us. Thank you for Barry and Rebecca. Thank you for Tristan. Thank you for Pia and Talani. Thank you for Anton and Lynn. Thank you for Kamal. Thank you for Alette. Thank you for Mandy, Lord. Thank you for each and every person here. Father, I pray that you would speak to them right now. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the gifts that you have given us. Thank you for the journeys that you have started. Thank you for just the, the vision that you are giving them, that this transformation, this transition season even, is an opportunity where it gives us a, an unusual dynamic, but it allows us to actually grow. Maybe it allows us to challenge ourselves. Maybe it allows us to actually grow incredibly in the next three months before embarking on a whole new journey in December and into the new year and into this new season where you are calling people to be a part of a replanting of this church, a stirring up 
that this is going to be a new season. But it means that instead of like me coming in after everything's changed and like oh, it started two years ago, this is going to be a new fresh start with everybody that says, yes, I'm in. Well, I pray right now you're stirring people to say, yes, God, I trust you. I don't know what's to come, but I trust you. Like Peter, if God, if it's you, tell me to come to you. And he steps out of the boat and he walks on the water. Lord, I pray that you would challenge each and every person that is connected to Trinity Central to step out of the boat. Whatever that looks like. It's not stepping out of Trinity Central, but it's actually stepping into everything that you have for them, Lord. Stepping into a life of faith. Stepping into a life of obedience. Stepping into a life where they trust you for every single day. Every step of the way, Lord. Oh, Lord, I just want to thank you for, for what you have done. For what this has allowed in my life, in my heart. I thank you for each and every person here. Thank you for every conversation, every word of encouragement, every contribution, every act of generosity, every cup of coffee that's been given, every cup of coffee that's been bought, every cup of coffee that's been shared, and there's many. Lord, I pray that you would bless the members of Trinity Central. Have been deeply, Lord. I pray that you'd stir a faith in them that cannot be shaken, Lord. We shall set backbones of steel, Lord. That that you are placing a strength inside of them that they never knew was there. An identity built upon you, upon their identity found in Christ but overflowing in relationships, Lord. This world is challenging us and almost trying to force feed us the idea that our identity comes from our isolation, only from ourselves. You've got to find yourself. You've got to love yourself. You find yourself in loving God. You find yourself in loving your family. You find yourself as you take up the responsibilities of the various aspects of your identity as a faithful husband, as a faithful wife, as a generous father, as a generous mother, as a loving, kind son, as a believing brother and sister, as an encouraging friend, as a committed church member. We find our identity in our relationships, not in our isolation. We find our identity as we disciples of Christ, not in finding and expressing our own unique identity. We find ourselves actually the more relationally integrated we are. The enemy is lying to us that actually this is a time where we need perfect self-expression. Actually, no. The more we are connected to God, we find our unique expression. Lord, I pray that you would help us to understand how to work this out and walk this out. To walk worthy of the calling to which you have called us. You've called us to be the body of Christ, each member, not some superstars at the front and just participants. Every member is called to play their part. And until we do, we won't see the body fulfilling its function. Every single part needs to grow up 
into the fullness of what God has for them, then we will see the body grow into the fullness of the stature of Christ. Lord, thank you for what you have started here. I pray that you would just bless it. Your hand would be upon Trinity Center. Your hand would be upon each member. Your hand would just be watching over them. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Yeah. We've got communion. The reason we do this every week is because it gives us something to aim at. It reminds us that we don't do this alone. We don't do church because it's a good idea. We don't do church because it's a social club. We don't do church because it just gets us out of the house. We do church because it is all built around Jesus. What He has done for us. And when we like alter our identities just around Jesus, saying, actually, I am broken and I need help. And Jesus body breaking and his blood shedding was the answer to that it was our way into salvation and it was the way that the temple curtain was torn so that the spirit could actually come out and reach us so lord i thank you for your body i thank you for your blood i thank you that that radically alters our identity and it says actually i am set free because of your grace i am transformed because of your grace I can forgive those around me because I have been forgiven. I can be gracious to those that don't deserve it because that's the point of grace. Because you have given me grace when I didn't deserve it, Lord. I was just um, thinking this week about this whole thing. And you know, Jesus, he's the cornerstone. This church... Christians, he's, there's only one person that builds the church, and that is Jesus Christ. And there is only one pattern, and that is the Word of God and the truth of God. Yeah, you might have a different color scheme or whatever, but it's the same master builder, and we're all built into that pattern. But I was also thinking about, and God brought this picture to my mind. You know, when we say, what is your gift? Bring your gift. What is your gift? It's, it's confusing, isn't it? You think like, I don't know, have I got a gift? I don't prophesy. I don't sing. What, what is my gift? And you know what? It's just whatever part you can play. Pierre comes here in the morning and he puts out the chairs and he cleans the floor. Barry comes and he puts out the thing. When we have lunch, Michelle makes a salad. I wash dishes and so does Lynn. She, <laughs> everybody has something that they can bring. It's not necessarily a super spiritual gift, but it's just part of, of the whole body of Christ. And there's different things. You will have spiritual gifts, but they're just practical things as well. And God just brought to my memory something that Andrew did when he was in Standard 5. I think it's, yeah. They, um, they went on those camps. You know the camps, the grade 7 camps you have to go on? Well, they, when they went down on the south coast and they made all the kids, the, one of the things they did was they had teams and they made blocks of cement. And then the team that made the blocks of cement put their hands in the wet cement, of course. Then they made the kids go and they built this pathway along the sea 
And we walked for miles looking for Andrew's block. <laughs> and you know what? We found it right there on the south coast. You'll find the block with Andrew and Claire's little hands put in when they were in Standard 5. And people now can walk on that pathway. They don't have any idea who built that pathway. But it was built one block at a time by little grade 7 pupils. And you guys, it's like everybody puts a handprint. You can go around and say, I was part of that. I was the guy who put the chairs out. I was the one who washed the dishes. You, you're a living building. You're a living stone being put into the building of God. And you will always be a part of what God is building. So will Andrew. So will all of us. We can come back one day and go, here's my handprint. <laughs> So, here's your thing. Here's your... <laughs> <laughs> your, your microphone, sorry. Yeah, hi. Um, I've been away, as some of you know, and I've been very blessed. And last night, Andrew suggested that maybe I... What is God saying to me? Uh, and immediately a phrase came to me. He said, imitate their faith. I want to read this scripture to you. Hebrews 13, verse 7 to 8. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God over you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So I want to say, imitate the faith. You we're not, we're not called to comment or criticize or anything to do with that. We're called to comment and imitate their faith. Whatever the faith is being shown, whatever faith is leading you into, imitate that faith and persevere until you get the victory. So I pray for you all today. I pray, Father, that you would bless us and keep us, as the promise has said, but that we as individuals would hear from heaven and obey and obey the faith, imitate the faith that is being shown by others. And then we will be truly witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and to the uttermost parts of the earth.